Hi, I'm Dr. Angela Brinson, founder of Psyched Solutions. I am a licensed psychologist and pediatric cannabis consultant. I've worked with families for over 20 years within our community. At Psyched Solutions, we provide evaluations for learning problems, attention deficits, autism, employment, and surgical procedures. We also offer traditional counseling, mindfulness and meditation techniques, DUI and substance abuse counseling, as well as pediatric cannabis consultation. If your child is having issues in school, we are able to help you navigate through the school system for faster access to support services. For more information, please visit our website at psychedsolutions.com. That's psychedsolutions.com. We're located in the beautiful city of Miami Gardens. I look forward to meeting with you. Thank you. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, author, holistic business coach, and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio! Yeah! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Jeez, All right, as always, we want to give a special thanks to our partners, True Town Productions. Sitting right next to me is my right-hand man, my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's good, Simone? Ooh, ooh. Hello, Herman. Well, today we have a special guest in the house, and I have a funny, funny story to tell you on how we met. But um, we're so excited to have Dr. Olapono in the house. Make some noise, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny story on how we met. You ready for this? So, can we get an idea of where Olupono? We're gonna get there. We're gonna get. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. All right. We want to tell us where it came from. Put it in context. So, the name's originally from Nigeria. That's where I was born. I was born in Nigeria. Also lived in London, England. Also lived in Canada. I'm also Canadian. Oh, really? I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how long did you live in Canada? Um, for about seven years. Okay. Um, was your, was my parents still live there. No, my dad's a doctor. Oh, as okay. Well. Yeah, he's a physician. Um, so I've lived in Canada, uh, moved to Washington, D.C., went to Howard University. And you. Uh, that's right. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, been in Miami for about 10 years now. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So the little story for the, for you guys to get a good laugh at me. We are at a party. It was a love hate party, and for those who know Zay Live Isaiah, he's a class clown. Crazy. We're all on the dance floor talking or whatever, and then um, he comes to whisper in my ear. He's like, "Yo, yo, go holla, go holla, at my man over there." <laughs> um, he's like, "Yo, go go introduce yourself." And I turn around. I was like, "Well, hello." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, which one? He introduced me to two guys. And he was like, go, go, talk, go talk to him. Go holler at him. So then I was like, hi, how are you doing? He introduced myself, and we started talking. And then, um, you know, we started talking about, you know, school and where he came from, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, then we exchanged information. He gave me his business card, whatever. So in my head, I'm like, I got the digits. <laughs> 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 so then, you know, me and my friends carry on, start dancing. And then I went somewhere, came back. 
And then I asked Isaiah, I said, yo, where's your friend at? He just disappeared. He said, oh, um, he got surgery in the morning. And I said, oh. And he said, you like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, he's a foot doctor. You know, he said, oh, you know, so I was like, oh, okay. So that was it, right? So we, we texted a, a few things, but it was very innocent. And then I found out he was married. I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. All of a sudden, my foot feels better. <laughs> Won't need that visit. No more bunions. <laughs> But, but he was so sweet about it, you know, because I, I I thought I was flirting, but he was like, "You aren't flirting, you're fine, you're you're, not, you're good, don't worry about it." Right. You know, I was like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't know you were married." Yep. <laughs> so I apologize, wife. I don't worry. Nah, she's cool. He's a so good you went guy. from limping she's to walking cool. real straight. Yeah, I'm walking straight now. Okay, I'm, I'm good. Cool. I like that. I like that. Walking straight. <laughs> I behave myself. Thank God I didn't send him pictures or anything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm kidding. But anyway, I just thought it was a funny story because when he said you like that, huh? you went to you went to, you got surgery in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about him, he's he's so humble. Um, because when I Thank think you. he, we texted, and um, I, I think I said that's how we started talking. I said, "Oh, what happened to you? You just disappeared." And he said, "Oh, I had to go to work in the morning." Yeah. The regular dude would be like, "Yeah, I had surgery in the morning." You know, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to say that. But yeah. I appreciate you for no. being good sport. And uh, thank you yeah, for having me. That was Definitely a funny story. So, with, with with your eclectic upbringing in different parts of the world, uh, you know, what was about your childhood, or were there signs in your childhood that? Were you knew early on that this was what be you wanted to be, or did you, or is it just? Did your you, parents force you? Now I know that you, well, you have a doctor well, in the well, family. Well, it's funny because the Nigerian <laughs> way is like boss. you have you have like Teacher, three professions, doctor. right? So it was like doctor, engineer, lawyer. That's okay. it, right? Yeah. Um, but for me, it was like something I had to grow into. So my dad's a doctor. Uh, my mom's a nurse. Oh wow! And so, um, what I, kind of doctor is your dad? Though uh, he's an OBGYN. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Doctor Punani <laughs> Senior. Punani <laughs> Senior. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it, y'all! The audience is so bad. We, we, should we leave that joke out? Leave that joke out. I can't say it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh god! Next. He left that bit of information keep, out. Keep going. Yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, so. The audience is cracking up. But anyway, we have a side, a private joke going on back here. We're gonna. Yeah. So, so. You, did you have a foot fetish as a child? No, actually, <laughs> actually, no. But you know what? Though? I get asked that question quite a lot. So, uh, no. Um, Those are undiagnosed folks we have in the society asking about foot fetishes. I, I, I know. And I know you guys just had some therapists yeah. here yeah. earlier. So, I know I'm probably going to get asked some questions about that. No, but, we won't. Uh, we won't no, bother you. No. But go ahead. Um, but no. Um, so, watching my dad practice when I was growing up um, in Nigeria. So, like, he had a job that was equivalent to being, like, the chief medical officer of um, a whole bunch of hospitals. Oh, wow. Um, so the only two people he really, like, answered to were, like, the Minister of Health and the actual president of the country. Oh, my goodness. Y'all got power up in that. So, That's a lot of pressure. You have to wait in no lines in that country. <laughs> yeah, no. So, but what was crazy about, like, what he did was that I saw him invest a lot of his own money into, like, the hospitals. Like, he bought, like, the generators because they had, like, problems with electricity and stuff like that. Um, but on top of, like, taking care of people, what he actually did was he had, like, a private clinic in the evenings that he went to, mm-hmm. like right after he got off of work, where he treated people who couldn't afford healthcare, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like watching that, like you know, as a kid, I felt like you know it made like such an impact on how I, you know, Aww. how I view healthcare, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, so that's pretty much how I got into it. Um, as far as like getting into like f- you know being a podiatrist, it's something that like uh, after I was uh, doing my masters in public health. It was something that was, like, you know, recommended to me. And uh, at first I was like, I don't want to do that. But then I kind of saw the surgical aspect of stuff. And um, 
I think that the one thing about like my field, especially podiatry that I like, is that I get to work with like all ages from like, you know, a, a, a baby who's born, mm-hmm. you know, first day to like someone who's over 99 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So many different pathologies. And um, the best part about what I do is that it I usually am in a position to have people walk again mm-hmm. and bring wow, relief. That's so that's the one thing I like about, you know, what I do. So. What is the main issue that you help people with? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming obviously it's with feet, but is there like a, a yeah a, a common a common? So I work yeah. So I work with uh, a lot of diabetic patients. Um, one of the key things I work on is uh, limb salvage. So it's to prevent diabetic patients from heading down a path where we have to perform some forms of amputation. Mm. One oh, of the complications wow. from being diabetic is that they have like poor vascularity and uh, peripheral n- neuropathy. Uh, which can lead to further complications, which can lead to, um, you know, amputation. So my goal is more so preventative care, um, and hopefully I don't have to perform some of those uh, amputations. Um, The things I do enjoy doing, though, are um, trauma, like foot and ankle trauma. Um, I love doing that. Like bunions, uh, bunion That's surgery. That's popular down here. Yeah, it All is. It, yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. Uh, people also don't wear a lot of correct footwear. Exactly, Sandals exactly. and flip-flops don't exactly. Exactly. Do you see men with bunions or is it mainly Hell women? Yeah. Both, both. Really? Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, it's more prominent in women, but yeah, you see a lot of men. Sport from sports? No, it's so, with bunions, it's something for the most part, there's a hereditary aspect to it. And then on top of it, if you're not wearing the right shoes, if you're flat-footed, if you don't have the correct gait, it exacerbates the condition. Okay. And so, but for the most part, there is a genetic uh, predisposition to it. Ooh, I got lucky. Yeah. So, uh, so no, Thanks I get to me. do that. Yeah. Shut up. No, because my mom had that, and I don't have it. Yeah. So, so, so it skips <laughs> you, but, you know, it's something that oh. you could pass on, or if you have siblings, they may potentially have it as well. What is that? What is the the, the technical term for the uh, condition when you have your? Um, I, I describe my dad had a procedure done where his nail, his big Ingrown. toe nail was Ingrown. growing. No, no, it was. Let's say this was his big toe. The side of the nail and the skin it was like running under the skin. It was extreme, and I was like, "Come on, son, just you know, man up." And he, like, he, <laughs> he ended up needing to get surgery. And, yeah, like, he had a severe, like, come on, son. So, so wow. I put a bandaid on and keep it moving. Yeah, so it was probably inflamed. Uh, more than likely, it was. Uh, it's called a paronychia, uh-huh. and so it's like a, it's an inflammatory process that occurs in the skin due to an ingrown nail. So we end up performing, uh, in some patients, uh, what we call a partial nail avulsion. Mm -hmm. And in some patients, we perform something called a matricectomy. So when you perform a matricectomy, you're applying a chemical to the nail matrix where the root of the nail actually grows. So it prevents that part, Mm -hmm. that portion or border of the nail plate from ever growing again. So that it reduces the likelihood of you ever developing a paronychia or an ingrown nail in the future. Sounds painful. You mentioned uh, neuropathy. And, um, uh, in my other world, I train clients. And I have a 86-year-old man right now who first day to me was I, I suffer from neuropathy. And right. so my greatest challenge is I can't walk as far as I used to. I have to sometimes eat dinner or watch TV standing up. Right. Oh, my goodness. He has back problems and so forth. And so uh, I, I'd be interested in, in knowing from a, from a personal training perspective. You know, I have him doing a lot of calisthenics. Mm-hmm. He's working on balance and movement. Mm-hmm. He was told by his doctors that he needed to work on building his core and other muscles because there was nothing that he could really do for the neuropathy. Is that accurate? Um, there is some truth to that. Uh, there are some things that may help. Uh, for example, there are some medications that may help with this neuropathy. Um, uh, some patients can increase uh, vitamin B12, which can help with sensation. Mm-hmm. 
uh, things of that nature. Um, in that type of situation, we also have to see what the cause of the neuropathy is. Sometimes it can be drug-induced. Some, sometimes it could be due to some illness or disease. Have, have chemo to have that Exactly, issue. exactly. Uh, some people, it's just due to uh, what's happening with their nerves due to how their uh, vertebrae are aligned. So you first, have major back situation surgery. Right. So first we have to detect you know, what the cause of it is mm-hmm. before we can determine whether or not it's something that can be treated or not. Um, yeah. um, can you share like one of your most favorite success stories of somebody that you really helped? Um, yeah. Um, so I enjoy, the one thing I love doing is, like I said earlier, um, dealing with trauma patients. So it's one of those, I had a patient who um, underwent uh, a motor vehicle accident and they ended up breaking about like eight different bones in their foot and ankle. And um, just due to the surgical procedures that they had to undergo in the restoration, uh, you know, three months later, they were back to resuming all activities. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the greatest thing about like what I do is just watching you know, how happy people are when you're able to have them return back to the normal Mm -hmm. gate. And, you know, so that's the one thing I love about what I do is just making sure that, you know, whether they have a deformity such as a bunion and, you know, that goes away, it alleviates the pain or it's some form of trauma or a hematoe, um, just making sure people can get back to their normal way of life. So, yeah. And you're based in um, the Gables from what I understand, right? Yes, I am. And I'm I'm based uh, in Cora Gables right across from uh, Cora Gables Hospital. Oh, okay, good yes. location. Yeah. So what are some of the um, advice that you would give to maybe an entrepreneur, even another doctor, but just an entrepreneur in general, like from starting your business from scratch? Um, what would be some of the best advice you could think of? I would find some other physicians who are doing well. I would shadow them, ask mm-hmm. a lot of questions. Um, more importantly, find out the mistakes that they made mm-hmm. um, because that's what mistakes are. Embrace essentially. your mistakes. Right. You know, they're, they're learning lessons. Yeah. Some people look at them like they're a negative thing, and it's like, you know, you don't grow unless you learn from your mistakes. So mm-hmm. chances are you will make mistakes and continue to make mistakes, you know, as you uh, continue down your, your career. But the key thing is about learning from each one and growing from it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I would recommend to someone who's trying to start out with their medical practice. And so uh, we have a, a, a common theme here on the show about owning your own power. So if you had to sort of share your best practices for, for yourself with, with our listeners on how you own your power, well, how, what would you say to that? Owning my power. It's the one thing I'd say is like um, the level of independence that I have doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, full autonomy. Freedom. Exactly. There's, there's <laughs> no feeling like it. So it's knowing that I call the shots, the way I want to treat a patient is how I'm going to treat the patient. Um, I can be my own person. I can be as authentic as I want Mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's something that, you know, I hear from a lot of my patients is that there's a level of authenticity they get from me that they might not get from another physician. They feel that Mm -hmm. they don't get to tap into our mm-hmm. personalities, our mm-hmm. real personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do is... Not just a file. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm definitely not that. Like, you're going to get, you know, the medical treatment, but you're also going to get the personality that comes along with that treatment as mm-hmm. well. So, 
Wonderful. Yeah. And now how can our community help you? Because we're very big on spotlighting, you know, entrepreneurs like Come yourself. get your feet checked out, everybody, you know. Open Saturday clinic at the doctor's office, you know. Where? Get your feet checked out. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's not, you're making it sound like it's free. <laughs> well, <laughs> there, get your feet checked out. <laughs> there's sometimes I do go to some community health fairs. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I go there, I do what I call a foot screening. Oh, wow. I tell people uh, what it is that they have. <laughs> it just sounds crazy when I, he I says do. it. Yeah, because I do foot screening, especially for like diabetic patients, but like patients who have other ailments, like it may be an athlete who has like plantar fasciitis, heel spur. Um, I think I have that. A neuroma, whatever it may be. <laughs> I'm still on your rugby days? No, from dancing. <laughs> Sir, jerk. <laughs> no, but I, I've been wearing these um, thing I got off of in- Instagram. No, no. The, I wish I had them. What are they, like it's, orthotics? Like, it's like a little cushion that you put on the middle of your foot. Uh, it really works. Like probably belly with a neuroma's pad. How'd you get it? Dancing. For belly dancing. Yeah, because we're dancing barefoot all the time. Gotcha. What'd you say? A neuroma's pad? I'm, it's not no fancy name like that. I okay. don't remember the name okay. of it. Okay. But it, you know, when you dance barefoot like, excessively, your feet become hoofs. <laughs> and that's not curable. <laughs> I really thought you was gonna say something that made sense. It's an idiot. <laughs> and Doctor O can't help you with that. You'll get his personality, but you ain't gonna get no cure. Oh, Leave me alone. I go to my chiropractor too, so he helps me. Oh God, I can't stand you. <laughs> yeah, but it does. It does help. But he, he helped me when I had a pain and it went away. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, enough about you. you. Just be quiet. I'm gonna mute your mic in a minute. All right. So basically, how can we help you? What do you What do you need help with? Um, more clients. Yes, more clients. <laughs> Tell us how we that. can reach you. What's your um, website? So website is um, it's um, you can email me Gables. at info at gablesfoot.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram, gablesfootdoc. Um and so the website is gablesfoot doctor yeah G- gablesfoot doc doctor oh doc, doc. doc. Yeah. okay yeah gablesfoot doc okay dot com all right yeah okay so that's how I can be reached um take all insurances mm-hmm. see all ages all ailments all pathologies and all as cash. long as it's <laughs> cash money baby <laughs> <laughs> take that too do you take cash app and PayPal I no? did I, well <laughs> I take cash not, not, not PayPal well, yeah. <laughs> alright well thank you so much for being a thank guest on the show me. thanks for being yes, a good yes. sport thank you Thank you so much. <laughs> He's good. He's a good guy. <laughs> don't forget, tune into our network 24-7. We have shows on everything from business to relationships, so spread the word about us. Special thanks to the On Your Power team that helped make this show possible. Keep it locked on On Your Power Radio for more informative and exciting shows. Remember, anything you want to retain on your power.